Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Yakin' About Bojack. Yes, welcome to episode four. We're discussing Bojack's season four, episode one, Zoe's and Zelda's. Also came out August 22nd, 2014. And Melina, what did you think of the show? This episode? Definitely a lot happened in this episode. I feel that the other episodes, I was just kind of like, eh, a bit eh about with this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, after yeah. watching the whole thing, I was just like, oh my gosh. I think I can see why every time you ask me whether I think Bojack is evil or good. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to make sense. Starting uh, to make sense. This was possibly the first episode where I see seeds of plot lines. Like, there's been some mm-hmm. continuation. What do you think about that? There was definitely a continuation. Um, some thoughts, I, some things I thought was going to continue from the last episode did not continue in this episode. <laughs> Surprised you a bit, didn't it? I don't know if they'll come back. Yeah. I. It might. I don't know. Hold <laughs> your breath. You know, it might come back. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I do, but... Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, yes. So why don't we jump into a summary and then we'll get into our uh, favorite topics for this episode. Yes. Bojack and the crew are at an award ceremony where Mr. Peanut Butter labels Bojack as Zoe, based on the character Zoe and Zelda on Mr. Peanut Butter's show. Diane points out that Bojack is holding Todd back, and this inspires Bojack to mentor Todd and stop being his Zoe, and eventually Bojack does that, uh, but then he sabotages Todd because he's afraid to be alone. Diane's ex, Wayne, is researching an article about Mr. Peanut Butter, but really wants to get back together with Diane. He questions why she's with Mr. Peanut Butter, who is such a Zelda. Do you think that was a good summary? I think that was a good summary, and I feel that there's so much to happen in the show that it's hard to summarize. (laughs) It is hard to summarize. I do think we missed out that the cold open introduced Bojack's mentor. So this episode, though it's called Zoe's and Zelda, we do meet Bojack's old mentor herb kazaz when he's at a comedy club yes which i hope they'll talk more about later on because i assume okay maybe i'm already thinking about what might happen in the future but i'm thinking that guy did something that really messed up that really screwed bojack over interesting but you're not gonna tell me anything of course this is actually not the first time we've heard herb kazaz's name on the show I'm not going to spoil you, but in the previous episode where we talked mostly about Sarah Lynn, Sarah Lynn mentions Herb. She, I don't remember. (laughs) But I'll let that seed slide because when, and we will talk more about Herb, and I think that's when it'll all click together. There's a a big reveal coming up. Don't worry. Okay. Because I really don't remember that conversation with Sarah Lynn. I don't think you're supposed to. To be honest, when I rewatched that episode, I was like, wow, they brought it up now. And I think that's, that made me realize that the writers are really in the first three episodes are setting up the stage oh. for a lot of what's going to happen. Like okay. when I watched those episodes, I did think it was just filler. But now mm. I did think they were filler. But now I think that we're getting to a point where I understand why they did those episodes first and things are leading up to something. But I won't say what. Okay. I won't say what. I mean, it's getting pretty, pretty juicy so far. <laughs> yes. Was there anything you want to talk about specifically? Yeah, I would definitely say one of the first things was the whole idea of the Zoe Zelda paradigm that they talk about the whole time. Yes. Um, so Zelda is the fun, sunny extrovert, as Wayne puts it, and then Zoe is the smart, cynical introvert. Yes. As far as they explain it. I think that's so cut and dry, though, right? 
Yeah, it's very cut and dry. I feel like it's more of like a spectrum that people can mm-hmm. be a spectrum of Zelda from Zelda to Zoe. It's not like you're just one or the other because it's like yes. I know some fun, sunny introverts. Yes. And I know some smart, cynical extroverts. Yes. And other things. <laughs> I feel like all the extroverts I know are secretly always cynical. Is that not, or is that just our generation? I don't know. So that's interesting because I feel that most people I've met claim that they're introverts, which I was very surprised Ooh. about. Like, I remember I, I was working somewhere once and then we had this activity where people had to, uh, I guess, group us as introverts and extroverts and other things. And then, like, 80% of the people who raised their hands were introverts. Or yes. claim they were introverts. But my I thought people were like, extroverts is the most, like, is more common. So what is going on here? Oh, I don't think extroverts are more common at all. Okay. I do think that we often conflate the notion of introvert and sociable. Mm. Right? Like, I think we associate extroverts as being more social. And I don't think that's true. Because I think introverts can be social. But we think of, like, the super social person as they're extroverted. So that makes us think that they're more extroverts. Honestly, I think that our society rewards extroverted behavior. So even if you're introverted, if you want to be successful to some degree, you have to be extroverted or you have to at least perform with some extroverted traits like being outspoken at work. You get rewarded for that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, being social and networking. I guess it depends because I feel like even say... I, I and I might be wrong. I haven't looked into it, but I thought I like read about like the the CEOs for like the big companies, like for Facebook yeah. or Microsoft. I, I believe I thought that yeah. they said they were all like introverts. So the but then it's also again, it's like it's not like all everyone who's extrovert will be overworld for being that, or introverts will be not rewarded yeah. for something else. I also think tech is an exception, Melina. Uh, someone <laughs> who currently works in tech, it, it is an exception. True. Okay. Well. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it was interesting, like the way they brought it up and also how it was reflected in the characters of like um, Bojack versus Todd and Mr. Peanut Butter versus Diane Mm -hmm. and Wayne's whole like, oh, you, uh, you, I'm a Zoe, you're a Zoe, we're meant for each other kind of thing. I think that goes against opposites attract, right? Like, isn't that a philosophy? I think opposites can attract in a way. I think if they're two opposites, there might be some problems. Yes. Well, for their specific dynamic, like Wayne and mm-hmm. like Wayne's thing, I th- I feel like he was just saying that to manipulate and try to be an abusive person. I I I don't think he was actually like trying to be like, oh, we should be together because we're like birds of the same feather. Yes. Or flock. I, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> one of It's okay. I got you. When they introduced him, and then like Diane was very suspicious of him right away, which also yes. put me to being suspicious of him. Diane's smart. And, and smart. Because <laughs> she's a Zoe, because they're smart. But then so is Wayne, which is, I guess, why he's. Um, but it's so like introverts must be smart. That's rude to all the extroverts. That is also very rude. I was just like, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's Mr. Like, Peanut Butter is definitely not a bright Zelda. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, we don't. He might, you know. Be the smartest person ever. You're right. Maybe we're just insulting him and picking at him, and it's not fair. But he's adorable and very nice. Yes, he is very nice. I do think Diane specifically is maybe looking for Zelda energy because it mm. makes life a little bit easier. And I can see, not easier, but we 
leech a little bit of not leech that seems so negative what's a nice way to say this the people around us impact how we feel that's how Mm -hmm. we say it yes yes so if we surround ourselves with positivity for some degree even if we are uh, not necessarily a positive person this is not you know comment on mental health that's a different issue Mm -hmm. but more of just your outlook and your mindset and like your environment can be impacted and I think being around Mr. Peanut Butter can go two ways you could also be impacted by spontaneity mm-hmm. lightheartedness fun playing mm-hmm. games or you become more cynical in contrast because i mm-hmm. feel like to some degree that might happen my example is is uh, i'm a dog person as you know melina mm-hmm. i i've i've had a lot of experience with a dog showing up i definitely am very i guess i'm extroverted mm-hmm. i'm very social but i do like my alone time i don't know that's somewhere between introvert extrovert line mm-hmm. And my cat sometimes, I think I am the Zelda in that relationship. I am way too much for my cat sometimes. Uh, and my cat's just like Zoe chilling away from me. And it's like, can we have like a calm, <laughs> private, alone sesh? And I'm like, but do we want to run? Uh, but yeah, in that relationship, yeah, I'm, I'm a Zelda. But with a dog, mm. I'm suddenly a Zoe. Like I think that I love high energy play with dogs, but I also mm-hmm. get tired faster than most dogs are able to tolerate it. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done playing. <laughs> and they're the like, dogs are a different level. <laughs> yeah, they're like different level of Zelda. So then I become the Zoe, right? Like in that relationship, all of a sudden it flips where I'm like, yeah, now we stop playing and we like nap. That's interesting. Yeah, with like, because our relationships change depending on the people we're with. Like yes. you're saying, like we can be Zoe's in one situation or we could be more Zelda-ish in some other situations. Yes. We are also a mix of the two. Unless yes. someone is completely like only Zoe and only Zelda. Yes. Which is a bit, uh, I don't know if there's a situation where, where people can, like actual real people in real life can be like that. Yeah, I guess some people try to be consistent in their brands, but a real mm-hmm. person isn't necessarily that, right? Often yeah. a brand of someone like someone famous or even Mr. Mm. Peanut Butter fits into his brand so well being a Zelda, but. I think mm-hmm. that he is a well-rounded person. So in real life, he would also be a mix, as you said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although their relationship is interesting. Todd's and Bojack's interactions of their, their Zelda and Zoe. Yeah, I don't know if Todd is necessarily directly a Zelda. Like, I think at times he is a Zelda, where he mm-hmm. is a pep talk person to Bojack. But mm-hmm. you brought this up in a nice way where Todd is also the voice of reason last episode, mm-hmm. right? And he was yes. much more realistic. And he didn't want the party. Mm-hmm. And now he's definitely the the optimist in Bojack's situation. Bojack's very, very negative. But I don't consider him the level of Zelda that Mr. Peanut Butter's at. You know? Yeah. Dogs, again, are a different level. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're just, it's a dog situation again. What did you think of his rock opera dreams? I think that was fun. Like, I remember the first time I saw a musical, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I can write a musical one day, too. Not that I ever did. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it's so much work to compose music. I could probably write lyrics in a story. I like writing stories. I can. And I like writing poems. They aren't necessarily good. But writing and composing music to me, that seems too hard. That's where I like, Uh, you know, you phone a friend. You say, hey, how do you know how to make music? But what actually is the definition of a rock opera in comparison to other operas do you know i don't know either maybe the instruments like you including like the rock type of instruments maybe it like while while being an opera style i don't actually know either <laughs> uh operas are longer than musicals i will we'll set it at that and you know if users have any users if listeners have any 
more information about this, we'd be really open to <laughs> become educate, ed- educated. Uh, but yeah, what did you think of Todd's uh, space rock opera? I think it was a really, like, he had a really cool dream. Like, yes. And the fact that he was talented enough to write a musical, to sing it all himself, yes. to, comp- to do all of that and have a great story. Yeah. And he got really close. Like he was even with um, <laughs> another new character we met this time. We'll, we'll talk about later. The Virgil Van Cleef. You know, he helped produce his show within six weeks and he was almost ready. Mm-hmm. You know, he was training cast members and they were getting towards a conclusion. So it was not just like putting it together, but he he definitely also took feedback. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a multi-talented. Just like I think I mentioned in the last episode, I was like, I don't like Todd is like a different character in every single episode. Like yes. this time, all of a sudden, he's this rock opera writer. <laughs> to be honest, that inspires me as someone who likes to try multiple different. As someone who likes to try multiple different things and has a lot of hobbies, I find that a character like Todd is really inspirational because mm-hmm. it tells me that you can do everything. Not mm-hmm. that you can do everything, you know, there's a finite amount of time, but you can do multiple things. You don't have to put yourself in a box. And I think Todd is an ideal situation for that, though he does get defeated because Bojack shat on his dream. <sighs> oh, Bojack. Yep. I was not impressed with him in this episode. Yeah, I did want to mention, I think Todd actually said that he was part of the Russian mafia at one point, Melina. Wasn't that a guess you had last week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can. He's part of everything now. Yeah. (laughs) Melina, I I do want to say congrats because you clearly are getting nails on heads. Uh, You are psychic. Did you watch this show? I didn't even remember that. Well, I don't. I don't remember if he said he was part of it or if he was running away from the Russian mafia. Oh, that's true. He's running away from it, yeah. and I think that had to do with the the Capathon, the video game that ruined his life. Ah, uh, yes, the video games. Not yes. that all video games ruin lives. No, no. As our resident gamer, Melina, does Decapathon remind you of any game? Hmm, Decapathon. I actually don't remember. So I forgot what the premise of the game was. Did they tell us? I feel like to some degree they didn't. They were just like, this is a game where people get decapitated, I assume. I don't remember. Maybe it's like, uh... oh, okay. So I'm looking it up. Decapathon is an in-universe game in BoJack Horseman, and it's a series of puzzle-based video games similar to Tetris, which is shocking because from the name, I thought it was about like decapitating people. And I was like, oh, is this like, I don't know, what's a violent game? uh call of duty call of duty it also has like fire on the package i was like oh is this diablo oh (laughs) but they say it's a puzzle based game so it's tetris actually i do remember tetris because um because i do remember actually there was a shot of him playing it and we did see like the blocks coming down but instead of blocks it was like skull coming down or like oh yeah yeah, it's like themed (laughs) yeah Yeah, i see themed tetris yeah which which is a i can see how that's very addictive yes it's like how people played candy crush back in the day uh but melina did you have any games that you you avoid now or that were especially time sinks yeah i wouldn't say i was like an intense gamer like i definitely when i was younger i played a lot of like japanese rpg games 
But I would say that there was actually a game in my first year of university, and oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I don't think anyone knows about it. Okay, that's um, fine. It's so, always good to share these shame secrets with everyone. <laughs> Go on. I think, I think you, I think, have you ever heard of Gaia Online? Yes! Oh, sorry. Oh my god, sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to not <laughs> blow out my mic with how excited I get. I've heard about it because, uh, confession, as you know, but the users, users, as you know, but the listeners do not, uh, I read fanfiction. And on the, the ads I used to get pre-ad block on fanfiction would always oh. be for RPG games. Because I think there's an overlap with the amount of people who play yes. um, MMORPGs and people who read fanfiction. I was not in that group, but I saw a lot of ads. <laughs> okay. I think it was supposed to be like kind of like a more middle school, high school kind of thing. Yes. Like, so I had discovered it very late. Yes. Um, it's okay. And- I played RuneScape when I was in uh, undergrad. So it's fine. <laughs> but like, like when I when I found out, and they have like yeah. this in like in game part of it called like ZOMG or something, which is okay. a bunch of like fighting and leveling up and yes. like, you, like and stuff. Um, but I remember that I just got so, and, and because I was in university, like, first year, I, like, there wasn't, like, a struct set, like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, like, you had to be at school this time, and you had to go home and work and do your homework and blah, blah. It was just, like, you could do whatever you flexibility, wanted. flexibility, yeah. Yeah, and so I spent that time, and not really having much friends, playing <laughs> so much into the nights. Like, those were the times where I would actually wait, like, go to sleep at, like, 2, 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> because I was playing it so much. Yeah. Um, it didn't like ruin my life, thankfully, because yeah. I think I don't, there, there came a point eventually where I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so antisocial. Like, yeah. I do not have any friends here. Like, I, I need, I cannot do this. And yeah. eventually, like, I actually left my room and talked to people and like left that life. Wow, kind of. that takes yeah. actually a lot of strength. Because to be honest, that is a form of addiction. Like, I think video games mm-hmm. have a inherently addictive quality so i'm glad you're able to how long did it last um i think just the first semester like less than the first semester like a few months um i was in a single room but i had a neighbor in the next single room i remember one of the people one of her friends coming and being like oh like is your neighbor ever home like can we talk you want to talk to her blah blah blah." and i'm like oh my gosh like (laughs) this is kind of depressing oh no but I'm glad they were checking in on you because they were worried. I think that is, I guess, good. Yeah. A little nosy, but, you know. It turned yeah. out better, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no video game addiction, I think it became like, recognized as an actual addiction sometime yes. in the past decade. I don't remember when. Yes, I think I remember that. I don't remember the exact year, but I also remember it getting recognized. And I think it is, it's a big part, not only for the dopamine hit, but since the internet really helps people find their place and inclusiveness. Mm-hmm. And it can be sometimes more welcoming than the real world because you don't have to be sometimes judged just on your mm-hmm. direct five second appearance you get the opportunity to like build your own world where you can control it and you mm-hmm. sort of understand the the mechanics right the, the real world doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have spelled out rules or mechanics or yes. levels it's really ambiguous and there's a sense of comfort in that this also reminds me of the guild have you heard of the guild the guild sounds familiar so i'm i'm a huge fan of felicia day shout out to felicia day she's real cool uh but she wrote and starred in this comedy web series called the guild and it's about a group of people who are in the same guild and an mmorpg game and she her character in in the game is codex and her character in real life in the not in real life but in the show out of game her character is sid sherman and how through the the guild she ends up having some problems because she's not able to focus on her real life because the Mm. game ends up 
becoming very addictive and she ends up meeting with the guild in real life and they actually end up forming a real friendship. It's kind of interesting oh. and about how the game impacts their lives. And I liked it a lot. It also is a, a real, a little bit based off Felicia Day. I think she uh, used to play a lot of WoW mm. in the early parts of her career and it's sort of uh, about how WoW I don't I think it it sort of impacted a lot of that. I think I don't know if she was addicted to WoW at that point, but um it was based off mm. her it's yeah, actually it says it was based off her experiences with World of Warcraft addiction. And Okay. Which I know I I have met people who had a WoW addiction for <laughs> sure. Oh no. Yeah. That is definitely yeah. a game that was big for that. Yeah, that one and I think I heard uh which other games were Call of Duty, I think was another game that was yeah. i think that one was one of like ones that were like the face of video game addiction after we graduated melina yeah. sims 4 i don't know if you remember i played a lot of sims 4 <laughs> oh. i used to share screenshots uh i was doing the 100 baby challenge i was designing okay. houses i still do that sometimes i send you guys screenshots in the group chat mm. i'm like i feel like some some things are almost more acceptable than others yeah like Sims 4 is kind of like, oh, we're like building a life and making a house and things versus like, oh, we're going to go and kill and shoot everyone in this game. Yeah, there's less violence. You can be violent in The Sims, but I do uh, think it's one of those games where, you know, you can still get married and have kids, which is the thing mm-hmm. that made World of Warcraft so addictive too, right? Like you could actually have a whole life inside of the game. Like I think uh, what really broke is I spent like, I used to spend weekends where I would just play Sims 4 mm. and I would be doing it and I wanted my character to have such a good life and she was like doing the dishes and I looked behind <laughs> me and my own physical sink was full of dishes and I was like, oh, this is a low point in my life, isn't this? Oh no. Yeah. Gotta, gotta take breaks because then my butt would hurt because my chair wasn't that comfortable. That's how you really stop your gaming. You get a really uncomfortable chair and you mm. set a timer. No, it doesn't help. It really, honestly, these are all hacks for something that is truly an addiction. So Yeah. If you have a video game addiction, anyone out there um, can go to get some support and maybe look for some therapy if needed. Yes. I've heard that BetterHelp is great for getting therapy. And if BetterHelp was sponsoring us, <laughs> we would be throwing a plug for that. <laughs> Episode four. Melina looking for our next sponsor. No, I think that's, it's very true. Please remember to seek help. Uh, addiction is addiction. And in the show, actually, we've talked about substance abuse addiction, alcohol addiction, mm-hmm. substance abuse, I guess alcohol is also a substance, but um, and video game addiction is also real. So please get help if you need help. Very mm-hmm. important. Uh, so when Todd shared this story, I felt for Todd in yes. that way where I was like, oh, I see a lot of the characters have addiction as a, a common thread. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess I maybe my life experience I could relate to Todd a little bit more I really felt for him I didn't think it was going to be a big deal like I thought it was just like oh this happened in my life just like oh I was running away from the Russian mafia for a year I'm like oh it's just another Todd thing (laughs) yeah um but then the whole Bojack using that to sabotage him was completely out of the blue yeah, I knew that was coming and I already cringed. I was like, oh, I know this happens. Like, Bojack was all game until he was like, oh, this. I think this means I can move out. Mm-hmm. And Bojack was like, fuck no. Yeah. And immediately afterwards, he does this. He hired actors. Yeah, when when he was like, like he seemed generally interested in doing a rock opera and like helping out. Yes. Yeah, but then it's he like. He eventually gave yeah. good feedback to Todd mm-hmm, too. Like mm-hmm. he was invested as a real mentor. Uh-huh. Until until he got cold feet thing like the whole screen and then like because at first I was like thinking like why this person looks really familiar I'm like wait a minute and then I like went back and I saw like she was a person 
who was asking Todd to get her like yes. the other thing and that made him see the video game so it was all planted. Yes. Plus <sighs> I feel like the video game looks so shiny and he's like, oh, it hasn't come out yet. And it's 25 cents in that bin. Suspicious. <laughs> and even the the chameleon, I think, who was at the register, he just like takes the scent out of Todd's hand. Is that a legal transaction? I knew he was a hired actor at that point. I was like, even oh. the guy at the register for sure. Right? I thought he was just being greedy. Like, oh, you touched it, so now you have to buy it. <laughs> well, no actual, like, cashier at, like, a convenience store cares that much. About 25 cents. They get paid minimum wage, Melina. I guess. It's, it, this is a show. I don't know what people do. He, he grabbed it with his tongue. I don't know what. <laughs> what if that was just normal. There's some level of uh, suspension of disbelief that we have to have. No, and you know what was hilarious is the pettiness of Bojack going back and being like, I don't have the receipt, but I want this returned. <laughs> and I was like, he is, that's just so Bojack. But the receipt, the setup that the receipt is under the couch, what do you think is going to happen? So I think someone's going to find it. I don't know if yeah. Todd will find it or if someone else might find it. Yes. I feel Diane might find it because I feel like she, I feel like Diane might find it because she hangs around yes. the house a lot and she actually notices yes. things. Unlike. Todd would just just goes around and trips over his own stuff. <laughs> he did make a, a rock <laughs> opera. You don't know. He might notice it. But yeah, sure. Diane maybe. I feel like she she'll she'll probably also bring it up in yes. his, in her like. Diane definitely life. seems yeah. to be confronting Bojack on his problematic yeah. behavior, which is nice. Yeah, but then I also feel that Diane might also face some obstacles because like with the whole like Wayne trying to tell her like oh like why are you trying to be like someone who you're not i think that that is important but i also think that wayne is such a creep have we talked about this he's a creep yes yeah like that is a red flag definitely don't get <laughs> get back together with wayne that is unhealthy stalking your ex sir i feel like he's one of those like jealous exes who's like they, they would t or like the abusive exes who'd be like oh you can't get with anyone better than me so you better yeah. with me kind of thing and i feel yeah. like that's the whole like always always need to stick together i i feel that that was just a line like basically R a rendition U N of... run but i also feel that wayne's very stuck in his like zoe mindset yeah so i feel like he doesn't also doesn't want diane to be like leaving not only just because he quote unquote loved her but also yeah. because it's like she, he might see that she's becoming like a better person as she's, yeah, she's like growing. growing some people want to trap mm -hmm. you and don't want you to better yourself or grow yeah. in the same way that bojack is doing that to todd mm -hmm. todd is pursuing his own dreams mm -hmm. and bojack doesn't want that because he selfishly mm -hmm. wants someone to just be there for him because he knows he needs yeah. help and he doesn't know how to ask for it but he instead mm -hmm. is sabotaging Todd to sort mm -hmm. of be stuck in his world with him which isn't yeah. healthy either and I feel like not only just let him not to just get like Todd just to stuck but mm -hmm. also because like Todd like really looks up to Bojack like he tells yes. Bojack all the time like you're my inspiration like blah 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 like I feel like that's another reason. Like, yeah, other I can't than believe Bojack. Todd still looks up to him, having yeah. lived with him. I don't know why he looks up to him. I, was there, was that ever explained? Yeah. Or does that no? Like, I don't think he looks on. up to him that much, but he definitely okay. does. You're right. Which I'm like, you've seen this guy do some pretty <laughs> awful things. At what point do yeah. you uh, be like a uh, slap, slap, slap? Get your life together. But I think Todd <laughs> does that, but he still respects him. So I think they've created a bond that's very special. That's very special. I don't. I, I want to know how they Polina. met. Unless they, he, they mention it. They mention that okay. Bojack had a party 
and Todd okay. showed up at the party and then didn't leave, which is yeah, but isn't like, that what Sarah Lynn did? I know <laughs> so, uh, Sarah Lynn <laughs> was the one who hosted the party. I don't know. I don't know if they'll like show more of it later on because mm-hmm. I feel like there's more. There should be more than just like, oh yeah, he stayed and didn't leave. Like, yeah, I think that we have uh, a few seasons. Don't worry, we'll we'll talk about stuff. Okay, I guess. One thing we didn't talk about that I really want to bring up because it is a segment: the weird animal things that happen. Oh, I noticed too. Okay, share with me them. Okay, one of them was a rooster that was running in the morning in the morning time and was yelling like, "It's morning." Oh my god, I didn't notice that. I didn't. Oh my god, that's so great. I love it. I love it. Okay, yeah. Oh, that rooster, 10 out of 10. Yes. Uh, what was their second one? Uh, And then Bojack was talking with Princess Carolyn. I forget about what, but it was something about like birds being pushed out of the nest. Yes, that's the same one I have as my second. Yes, I also noticed too. He was like, birds getting pushed out of the nest. And Bojack's like, I know when that will happen. And you see him with a pigeon person. And they <laughs> clearly, that pigeon person has pushed a baby bird out of the apartment. I have so many questions because it was like, when was Bojack with this pigeon person? Yes. And yeah, also, the- did the pigeon person push her own baby? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh no, this is a, uh, a wor- like, mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, that was a, that left more questions. I thought it was, it was so hilarious. I don't know if I'm a bad person, but it was hilarious. Uh, my favorite, I don't oh. know if you caught this, 829. They were sawing wood for the rock opera sets, and they okay. used a beaver to, as the saw. Oh, I did not notice that. <laughs> they oh like God. literally took there was a beaver, and then they like put they bent him down, and he like was nibbling on the wood. Oh, and I was like, I guess that's a it's a energy efficient, really green, low emission saw right there. I, I guess. Yeah. But- as long as I guess the beaver sign up for the job gets paid for it. And yeah, he's a carpenter <laughs> by profession and birth. Okay, then then we're good. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's consent and there's no exploitation, yes. then it's fine. One thing that I do feel bad, really bad about Bojack's like sabotage, is that he mm. not only ruins his chance, but he burns the future bridges for him. He makes it so bad that he oh. will not be able to actually be able to complete it in the future. And I thought that was a little bit cruel. Like, yeah, you can mess him up so he doesn't get this one. But he made it so bad when he came in. He just sort of like this Todd more. And I was like, oh, you really burnt this bridge completely into the ground. Like, that was pretty bad. Oh, like when he was like pulling Todd out of the, I guess, audition or whatever. Oh, the auditorium. Yeah, 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 the theater. He made it so much worse. I was like, oh no, you already did damage. Why are you going to make it even worse? I guess he just wanted to make sure there was no chance. That's cruel, man. It's cruel. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, what what do you think happens next? We talked about the receipt, uh, the photos. Oh yeah, the photos, which which were kind of funny, cause like they were the birds were trying to blackmail him. He just like yeah, I'm gonna just buy and hung up. I think it was a great commentary. The amount of spam phone calls I get, I just I don't even pay attention when I get phone calls. It's true. It's true. Do you mm-hmm. actually pick up phone calls anymore? I mean, sometimes like if sometimes it's like if I am expecting something. Yes. But then most of the time, it's just like, oh, we are the federal. You are being charged $10,000 unless you call us. <laughs> yeah, please number. give us your SIN number. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but you yeah, like great like things. A lot of, or, a lot of or it's like sometimes not in English. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about a post office drop. When it's not in English, it's really easy for me to be like, this oh. is not someone I know. It's, great. <laughs> it's like, you just wait for the first character. Like, thanks. You made it so much easier for me to delete this. 
especially my voicemail is always filled with this. I'm like, ah, I feel bad for the older citizens that I think really get preyed on by this, right? Like seniors, definitely they're trying to prey on them more. And that's just, I feel like that's such a low, low man, right? Like, what are you doing? I do think that there are, some of them are getting smart. Even the seniors, I think, are are kind of wising up to it. Because, like, I used to have to, for my work, I used to have to call, like, order order folks Mm -hmm. um, for legitimate things, not because I'm a scammer. (laughs) And then, like, a lot of them actually have, like, call control on their phone. Hey. Like, some of them will literally just be like, oh, this number is not in service, and it will be beep, beep, beep. And I'm yes. thinking, like, I'm, mm-hmm. but if you wait, like, maybe, like, five to ten seconds, then someone actually answers. Yes. Um. So I'm guessing, like, for actual, like, spam, it would, like, deter scammers being like, oh, this is, or, like, the, the yes. fake, like, the phone automated calls, they'll just be like, oh, just hang up right away. Yes. But, uh, yeah. That's actually cool. I think my parents actually installed something like that before oh, okay. they just got rid of their landline. Now we don't have a landline. Oh, okay, okay. But before, they were really frustrated because they would get so many. Also, because uh, my sister and I used to still have that landline number as ours for a lot of different, like, accounts and stuff. So you would oh. just get so much spam that would be even for us. Like, the <laughs> university would call my parents and ask for, like, donations. Oh, no. And because they had two kids that went there, they would just get it spammed all the time. I don't know if your parents get that type of spam just, just for your so, brother and you. Um, so in terms of the university, so the funny thing is I actually worked at the <laughs> my university, like, calling for donations thing. And oh, I am, oh, my gosh. you were I... one of those people. <laughs> Oh my god, I only worked there for a few months and I hated yeah. it. Like the philosophy of it. I'm like, why are you not asking asking like the community, like actual businesses for like money? Yes. Like why are you asking alumni? I'm like, okay, alumni I can get, but like why are you yeah. asking current students and their families for money? Like yeah. and even when I'm talking to family members, they're also asking me, Why are you paying so much in tuition? Why are you asking for more money? I'm thinking like I know this is very stupid too. I don't agree <laughs> with this either. I didn't say that on the phone, but yeah. like you get in trouble. Uh, but like to, but then they were telling us like I think in the training they were saying like to get off the list like the person has to explicitly say like yes I don't want to donate please take me off the list yes otherwise if we just say like I don't want to donate we'll just be being like okay we'll just take take them off for this semester but the next year we'll give them a call again exactly I that's a good point I think that's a good note to know for everyone explicitly ask Mm -hmm. because I think we live in this world where sometimes we feel like oh it's not polite and we want to end it that way but a lot of the legalese for these processes are you have to explicitly say something I had a friend in middle school who worked uh, door-to-door sales Mm -hmm. Uh, I think middle school or early high school she worked door-to-door sales what she told me was that she could keep pushing she was told in her training she was allowed to keep pushing unless you explicitly said the word no Mm -hmm. if you said anything polite but you didn't explicitly just say no Mm-hmm. she could keep pushing you, mm. right? She could keep selling, right? And they would encourage that behavior. If they're like, oh, not right now. Or like, you know what? Maybe come by later. Or like, you know, haha, maybe today's not a regular mm-hmm. time. She could keep pushing. Mm-hmm. That was the idea. Like, you can keep pushing. You just have to say no. And just, that's it. Mm-hmm. And she sometimes said she didn't mind it because then that meant like she was done. She could move on, yeah. right? <laughs> but like, otherwise she'd have to keep pushing. And sometimes people would give in and she'd feel bad. Yes. Just say no. No explanation just needed. Just say no for any kind of situation. Yes, exactly. That is a great mm. takeaway from our side tangents. <laughs> a great takeaway nonetheless. Yeah. Did you have any takeaways from this episode though? Any takeaways? If you feel that you either your ex suddenly shows up and for whatever reason, they might be very suspicious. And doesn't matter if they're trying to be nice. 
That probably doesn't mean that if they're saying, oh, I'm doing this for work on your current boyfriend, oh, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, girlfriend, yep. oh, ho, ho. They're probably suspicious and keep your eyes out on them. Yep, I think that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah, they could just be regular people, but it, there's no harm in just keeping your eyes. Keep, be wary. Yes. Be wary. Yes. I think the other one is you should support your friends and yes. be supportive and mentor mm-hmm. them and help them in any way. And if that means they go away and mm-hmm. fly away, that's okay because... Mm-hmm. You know, good friends still keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And in our life, we move. Our, some connections are stronger at some point. Some connections get weaker and that happens. Mm-hmm. And it is scary to be alone. But I would rather we support each other and help each other grow than, than let the fear of being alone hold each other back. Yeah. And, like, even if you put yourself, like, not in the supportive friend's shoe, but the actual mm-hmm. person who's, like, trying to grow. And imagine all yes. your friends are telling you, oh, my gosh, you suck. This will never. Yes. <laughs> fly like, that's it's a horrible feeling exactly yes, yeah so. it sucks to be defeated by your friends you don't want to be surrounded mm-hmm. by those people that's another takeaway don't be surrounded by people who are just constantly negative towards you and your dreams and your goals yes. you gotta yeah you may not succeed sometimes you'll suck mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. gotta keep pushing yeah um, and, and they might also, not be your friend <laughs> yeah they might not be your friend also get help for addiction whether that's video games substance abuse I think we didn't mention this before in the past three episodes. We 100% should get help. If you need yes. help, get help. There is always access to resources and links. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not alone. I have the final question that oh. I think finally <laughs> makes sense this episode. Melina, do you think Bojack is a good person? He I hasn't murdered he, anyone. He hasn't but. murdered anyone, but he has manipulated people and harmed yes. people. <laughs> Yes. Um, explicitly harmed. I guess technically, like his in his last episode, he his actions did harm Seralyn, but like I feel that they were both harming each other, so it wasn't yes. clear. But in this episode, he was clearly harming and sabotaging Todd, even though yes. Todd does not know, but we know yes. as the viewers. Yes. I'll be interested to see how he what he does later on. Yes, but you haven't future. condemned him yet. I'm curious. I'm starting to see like how he can be a not good person. <laughs> yes. I think um, you mentioned this last time too. So we could probably hold off on asking this question. But mm-hmm. I do think sometimes his actions aren't great and mm-hmm. they're not reflective of a good person. But I don't think that inherently makes him good or bad. Mm-hmm. I think he sometimes makes bad choices and he mm-hmm. does bad things. Mm-hmm. But I think you can still redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's an extent at which we won't think that anymore. So I'm interested to know, but I think you can always redeem yourself. You can always grow as a person, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he can come yeah. back from this. I think he was bad to Todd, but yeah, I mean, I guess it really depends on what he does in the future. Like if yes. he continues to just sabotage everyone around him, it's yes. like, well, then <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. there's only so much people can take. Yeah, so we'll find out how that goes. Yes, in the next episode, which everyone should watch along with us if you haven't watched it yet four to five years ago. <laughs> Tune in! Yakin' About Bojack is produced, recorded, and edited by Melina and Aditi. Music is by Podcast Co.'s royalty-free album Keep Calm and Podcast, the song One Fine Day. All thoughts on this podcast are personal opinions. If you or someone you know is experiencing issues with addiction, substance abuse, or any of the topics mentioned in this episode, please know there is hope and seek professional help.